Hello and welcome to the Life Coach Live podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Figueroa, awakening coach and manifestation expert. I'll help you live a life by design as I share all the tools I've gathered along my way to achieving massive success and abundance in all areas of my life. Thank you for joining and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Live podcast. So I'm laughing recording this right now because, well, for starters, it's 1030 at night and I just had the urge to record this um, because I just feel like life has been very chaotic recently, very stressful. And for anyone that as an adult, you're like, I just want to press the pause button and take a break, but we can't always do that. This episode is for you. Um, and the reason I was laughing is because I felt like this past week, I just keep hitting speed bumps and like everything that could go wrong could go wrong. Like just like minor inconveniences that just really annoy you and like get under your skin. And as I'm going to record this episode, my storage on my computer is full <laughs> and it's just another example of how this week is going. And so I just had to spend some time um, putting more stuff onto my hard drive to free up space. And now obviously it's working because I'm recording, but I was just listening to another podcast about stress and handling life and the things that come your way and obstacles. And everyone thinks that having more money will solve all of their problems, but that's not always the case, right? With more money, you are able, a lot of money can solve a lot of problems. So it might make it easier to handle, but with more money, with bigger manifestations come more responsibility. So even if someone looks like they have everything in life on the outside, they still, whether they're the CEO of a business or they're managing a team or whatever it is, like they still have responsibility. They're still going to run into issues. And so just to give you a few examples of this past week, um, I spilled a smoothie all over my car just because it wasn't completely in the cup holder and I made a turn and it just oop, all over the side, fell on, fell onto the floor, went all over the floor. Um, and I didn't have time to go to the car wash right then and there because I was on my way somewhere and then my bag fell in it and then I had to clean my bag like just <laughs> a whole mess and so I finally got my car detailed today because it just got to the point where it was beyond just a car wash and um, I had a last minute meeting with someone at 2.15 and it was 1.40 and I lived really close to where the car wash was. So it was only like four minutes away. Um, but I had a, I had to call an Uber because I, you know, my car was getting cleaned and, um, miss Olivia <laughs> forgot that her keys, like her house keys were attached to her car keys that the cleaners had. <laughs> so I Uber back to my apartment, realized I don't have my keys. And now I probably have like less than 10 minutes to be on the call. And, um, the Uber driver is like, just keep requesting it until you get me. And I'm like, sir, I don't have the time for this. So then I gave the Uber driver the cash I had, um, that I was going to give to the cleaners because 
um, I don't know why I keep calling them cleaners or the car wash guys. Um, cause I never have cash on me. So when I know that I'm like going to a service or something, I'll always make sure to take out cash beforehand. So then I was like, Oh, like, you know, hopefully they have Venmo or something because now I just gave my cash away. So then I end up making it back in time. The call went well. And then, um, it actually worked out because I forgot that when you detail your car, it can take like two to three hours. So I was actually able to spend some time at home and like make food and do some work and then Uber back. And my next Uber driver actually ended up being another like spiritual coach. And so we had a great conversation, but, um, and her day wasn't going that great either. And so it was just a reminder to slow down and that these little things can get under our skin and can, you know, make us feel so frustrated, so annoyed, like we want to hit something or yell or scream or whatever, right? Um, Stress us out a lot, right? Just because of the timing of things or whatever it is. And to realize that when you take a step back, these problems are so minor on the grand scheme of things and, you know, things could always be so much worse. And so, Something I also like to remind myself because it's not always easy to do this, but, and this has been a theme for me, a lot of other coaches and mentors have talked about it, but anytime you're in the period of up-leveling, there's gonna be a lot of bumps. Like you're in this transition period and it's kind of like like shit will hit the fan, like everything that could go wrong will go wrong. Right. But it's because growth comes from these uncomfortable, painful moments because, um, I'm actually going to read you a few quotes that I had written down because they were so good and so relevant to this. Um, so it's the path to success. That's going to make you who you are rather than the successes. So we don't, learn anything from that trophy or from hitting a milestone or from the congratulations. We learn from how we got to that point, right? Like sitting in a beach chair, enjoying your vacation and, you know, reading a book, drinking out of a pineapple, you being able to book that hotel room and book that experience, right? That is rewarding. And that comes from your work. That comes from the um, the path to success rather than the successes and, um, without challenges or unexpected obstacles, you can't evolve and grow. And when you can handle anything, nothing will ever take your success away from you. And so part of getting to that point in life where we feel like we've made it quote unquote. And you know, that's kind of like chasing the horizon. There's always going to be something after that, but we have to remember that growth is necessary and growing pains are necessary to get us to where we want to go. So if you're having a week where you're like everything that could possibly go wrong is going wrong, know that it is serving you in some way, right? It is showing you that you have to become a master at solving problems and at being able to handle whatever is thrown your way in order to achieve the kind of success that you want. And until you get to that point, right? It's like 
the universe is only going to give us what it can, what we can handle. So it is going to keep testing us over and over again to get to the point where we can handle and where it feels natural to receive what it is we want. But until we get to that point, the universe, I mean, I've said this, I think in like three episodes now, but um, if a kid goes into a ice cream shop, right? And gets one scoop of ice cream and because they don't have cups and he walks outside, it falls off, starts crying. They go back inside and he sees that there's three scoops. Is the parent going to give him three scoops when he can't handle one? No. And it's the same with the universe and us and our manifestations, right? So desires aren't random. They are planted within us. Desire literally means of God in Latin or some other language. I think someone on Instagram corrected me on that, but that's the premise of it. And so desires are leading us to what our purpose is, to what we are meant to do in this lifetime. And so, you know, they're not bad. It's not like being selfish to go after what you want, right? And often jealousy is pointing out what we want, um, but maybe we're too afraid to go after or when you can reframe and look at everything in life as an example of what I can have, right? And noticing that when you get jealous of something, realize that it's showing you that that's something that you desire, that's something that you want, and thank the universe for that, right? And so when I was just having this week I <laughs> of nonstop bumps in the road, I just kind of laughed today. Like I just had several moments of like, I know that this isn't going to last forever. This is comical at this point because it's like everything could that could go wrong has gone wrong. And I know what's so, what's exciting about it, right? In the midst of all the chaos is that I know that it's because I'm up-leveling. I'm in a place right now where there's a lot of change coming my way. And this is like part of the growing pains, right? It's like the universe testing me one last time or throwing me more shit to handle, right? So that I'm prepared for the next chapter. And when we can look at life like that, because, you know, all of our trauma, all of our past experiences that in the midst of them, they might have not been that fun. They might not have made sense. We might have been in victim mode. Why is this happening to me, right? But when we can get out of that and realize that life is happening for us and everything is serving us, right? Even our darkest places lead to the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Because light always outshines the darkness. And it is us doing this work consistently that allows us to handle these situations. So, you know, your daily practice, that doesn't necessarily help you on a good day. You're having a good day. The reason why we do this work and why we're consistent with it, whether it's meditating or being disciplined to form a new habit and do it every day or, you know, spend some time grounding out in nature or sitting in silence and connecting with yourself or doing breath work or working out, right? All of these are ways that we are better able to adapt and handle what life throws at us, right? Versus being out of shape and not taking care of her mind, not taking care of her body, um, not eating well and not having these tools, right? Not figuring out what is my go-to 
when I'm stressed, right? And in a healthy way. So when I was in school, I would go on runs. It could be 12 at night. It could be 10. Obviously, I was on a very different schedule then, but I started having healthy responses to when I was stressed. Let's not just comfort eat or grab a bottle of wine, right? Let's go on a run. Let's de-stress. Let's do something like biohacking that's physically going to release these stress hormones and start producing good hormones. And um, so all of that just goes back to, you know, like when I work with people, it's so much about creating some type of practice that you can go back to and that you have. And at first it might not feel natural, but as it's about making those habits just be a part of your daily routine. And so I just want you to know that if you are just having one of those days where you're like, or a week or month, it could be (laughs) several weeks, you know, like if you're just in a period of life where you're like, God, I just feel like I'm, I get back up and I'm just kicked in the face again or kicked back down again. And I can't seem to get over it. Know that there is a lesson or a pattern there, right? Maybe we're not managing what we currently have and we need to get better at that in order to get over this hump whatever that might be our relationships managing relationships setting boundaries managing money if you keep if you keep like living paycheck to paycheck or you're short each month or you need to keep asking friends for money or whatever it is like whatever we're not managing We have to start to learn to manage, to take care of. You want a better place to live. Take care of the apartment or home you have now, right? Show gratitude for what you have. And um, a lot of times when we are stressed, I think we tend to get more logical and try to make decisions from our mind versus coming from a very grounded, um, neutral place and not emotionally react. And so it's really important too that when you're having these days, these moments to just, you need to meditate more. Those are the times when that spiritual work is most important to apply it during the chaos, during the storm. And it's not just for the sunny days where it's easy to meditate or it's easy to journal or you want to work out, right? It's like moving your body when you don't feel like it, but you know, it's going to make you feel better. Or I have committed to journaling every morning for five minutes. So I'm going to do this because when we stop keeping promises right to ourselves, when we show that we can commit and that our word, right, especially to ourself will follow through. That is key to a lot of this work, a lot of this self-work, because if we can't trust ourselves, we're not going to trust anyone else. And so yeah, it might be hard to get out of bed and do something. But if we're looking at long-term, right, rather than short-term gratification, then you'll feel so much happier in the long-term that you stuck with it and that you did it. And not every day has to be perfect, but it's just, you know, eight times out of 10 or nine times out of 10, like, are you at least doing something every day that is aligning with your future self and where you want to go? Or, Are you consistently falling back into old habits and patterns that aren't serving you? And, you know, how can we improve our self-talk and how can we, you know, in each moment we have a choice. So how can we look at moment to moment? Is this 
you know, I have two choices, which one is going to benefit me more in a healthy way, right? Rather than this just is a pleasure response, right? Or this is pleasing me. So I'm going to do it rather than what's the best thing for me. And, um, I wanted to keep this episode on the shorter side because I need to go to bed soon. But, um, yeah, guys, I've just been having one of those weeks where it's like, wow, what, like, I know it's going to like end and come to an end at some point, but it's like, I cannot wait for it to come to an end and to get to that point and get over the hump. And, um, you know, I just want to let you know that I'm there for you. If you want to reach out to me on Instagram at life coach, live official, more than glad to talk to you. But I think a lot of people suffer in silence and don't say anything about it. They don't speak on it. They only try to portray like the best version of themselves, whether it's online or to other people and around them. And I've even had, you know, a hard time. My automatic response when things get hard or when I have a problem at hand is I kind of close off to everyone around me and I go into this mode of like fix it mode And it's like, I don't want to burden those around me. Like, this is my problem. Let me solve it. I'm not great at asking for help. And so that's something that I've been working on because, um, even with Danny, he said like, you know, you like, it's just so obvious when you're in one of those situations because you just become so like avoidant and detached and you like, don't verbalize like what's going on. Right. So it's like, how can I help you? And so it's really good to know, to notice your own patterns and to have close family members or friends or significant others, um, help you realize, you know, that you're doing something that you might not realize you're doing or behaviors that, you know, old protection mechanisms that no longer serve you, right. Um, that are keeping you from intimacy or love or true deep connection because, when we're able to open up and share vulnerably with those that we trust, not that you just have to do that with anyone, but people that, you know, we really value the relationship. We trust them. It just makes you closer and it allows you to understand that person better. And so just know that we're all human. No one is perfect. Everyone has those days, weeks, months, years. You could, you know, be in a cave or like in a spiritual cave or in a, um, like a void for like a year or two, that's very possible too. And so just know that like there's light at the end of the tunnel. The season won't last forever, right? Life is all about ebbs and flows. And so to have flows, you got to have ebbs. (laughs) And um, I'm like, I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Uh, Liv is tired, obviously. But yeah, so just know that it might be hard, but A lot of times you have to be your own cheerleader. You have to remind yourself constantly the things that you know, because otherwise, you know, it's so easy to just get in a rut and be like, this day sucks or this week sucks or whatever. But it's like, what can you do to, even if the universe is going to keep testing you, how can you at least try to make it better? Or like, what can you do to turn your day around, even if it's taking a break and from all your work and going on a walk outside for 10 minutes, right? Um, Moving your body because otherwise stagnant energy, like it will just get stuck and 
um, energy needs, like you need a way to release all that energy. Um, if you've read the book, your body keeps the score. That's great to learn more about that. But that's why I try to do yoga. I try to run I try to go on walks and just move. Dance is even great. Um, but yeah, just knowing what works for you. And I think the biggest thing when you're having bad days and bad weeks is to realize that you're having bad days, bad weeks, and be aware of your response, right? Because we can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we respond. So if we can be aware of how we're responding and pivot that response, if it's not benefiting us, right, then, you know, you'll be unstoppable. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day or night whenever you're listening to this, and I will see you all next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, please rate and subscribe to help the podcast grow. I'll see you guys next time.